With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome to Myths, Legends, and Folk Tales. Connecting the stories of the past to the life in the present. Welcome everybody. Today we're going to be looking at the psychology of the allegory of the cave by Plato. It's a fascinating little story, and we'll get to it in a second. Before you want, before we get to that, if you want to support our podcast, make sure to share and subscribe, and also check out our other podcast, the Circle of Insight Productions. The allegory of Plato's cave is one of the greatest symbols of philosophy. Not only did it influence the development of philosophy, but it also did so with psychology. A few years ago, Philip Dick wrote, Reality is what does not disappear, even if you stop believing in it. But how can we be sure that what we observe is real? This is an argument we've heard for many years. Hume actually believed that we can only believe the things that we perceive. But after all, much of what we experience is the product of our perception and is mediated by our internal experiences. And what I mean by mediated is that our past experiences, associations, and our relationships affect how we perceive our current world. So it taints the way we look at the world today. And about 2,400 years ago, Plato proposed a dilemma and tried to explain it through the allegory of the cave, which became a very interesting parable about the meaning of life in society and the nature of reality. See, it goes a little bit like this. Plato tells us that a group of men were condemned at birth to remain chained in the depths of a cave. They never managed to get out of it, nor did they have the ability to look at the past and understand the origin of the chains and see what happens behind them out of the cave. They were just kind of thrown into this, as Heidegger would say. Therefore, they only look at the walls of the cave. Sometimes other people and animals pass before the entrance to the cave. The chained men can only see their shadows and hear the echoes which were projected onto the walls of the cave. The prisoners perceived these shadows and gave them names, believing that they perceived real things, because they were not aware that they were just projections of reality. And this is kind of, you can almost look at this as we don't really see people as they really are. We only see a projection of what they want us to see. But sometimes their behaviors could be projections of reality. We go back to the story. However, one day one of the prisoners is released. This comes to light, but the sun blinds him, finds that everything around him is chaotic since he cannot give it a meaning. When he's explained that the things he sees are real and that the shadows are only reflected, he cannot believe it. Finally, he adapts to this reality and decides to return to the cave to tell the rest of the prisoners his fantastic story. However, accustomed to sunlight, his eyes now have difficulty in distinguishing the shadows and the dark, so that the rest of the chain men believe that the trip to the outside world turned him stupid and blind. Therefore, they didn't believe him and opposed to being liberated also with violence. See, this is interesting because this reminds us a lot of conspiracy theories in a way, right? When people go out and then they get the truth and they realize I've been wrong all this time, and then other people think they've just been deceived. Many people can take advantage of keeping others in a situation of deception and lies. We've seen this with politicians, dictators, the media. 
like these prisoners chained in the cave. And it is not just about the political class or financial power, but also about simple people who behave like manipulators. We've seen this with certain types of personality disorders, such as antisocial personality disorder or psychopaths, even some borderlines. In fact, the gaslighting is a perfect example of how someone can manipulate the reality to achieve their goal. We think that we're immune to deception and lies because we are more intelligent or have more experience, and this means that this possibility doesn't worry us. So we are giving them an advantage in their play of shadows. Instead, we must continually question things. We must be that skeptic and use critical thinking, especially when it comes to the media, because they're going to manipulate the facts. Another way of saying is they're going to frame things. See, psychologists and therapists will use reframing to help you overcome mental disorders, but other people who are manipulators will reframe things to hurt you. Lawyers are really good at this. And this is not to say that lawyers are bad or good. It's irrelevant. But they're masters at reframing. They don't really have to know the law. They just need to know the law well enough to be able to reframe it, in my opinion. We must continually question these things, even those those that we have always taken for granted, because there's always a better, convenient, or simply different way of doing things or understanding things, or actually, the truth. In a sense, a part of us are those prisoners chained in the cave. A part of us feels comfortable with familiar stereotypes of beliefs, with traditions that make us feel safe. When we see a ray of light that forces us to analyze these things from another perspective, we become afraid and behave like the prisoners, denying the new reality. How many things are you chained up to in beliefs? Remember, they used to say, don't go out with your hair wet in cold weather because you get to get the flu or cold. And yet that has never been proven scientifically. How many things out there in the world today that you believe that have never been proven, but can't seem to let it go? It is not easy to rebel when there's a consolidated social dynamic and what we have been a part of for such a long time. Revolutions, both social and personal, always involve contradictory emotions and eventually require some form of concession. Ignorance is comfortable in a weird way. Most people not only feel comfortable with their ignorance, but they're hostile to anyone who points it out. It is the same idea that Plato tried to convey with his myth. In fact, we must not forget that some of his ideas were considered too dangerous for the status quo of the time and caused him more than one problem. Sometimes we neglect this detail, so we try to enlighten people with our own knowledge, but those people are not ready to assimilate the new perspective. The doors of the mind cannot be opened widely in a moment when they have been closed for a long time. So again, final words. Think critically. Be a skeptic. Now, it doesn't mean you have to challenge people in an inappropriate way or uncivilly. Do it civilly, respectfully. But at the same time, don't just take things for granted. Thanks for listening, everyone. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.